Hello everyone, happy Sunday. Today is day 56 of Prairior 90 Day Prayer Challenge. Today we are praying for relationship communication. Now, I've come up with three steps or three focal points to ensure that you have great communication in your relationship, in your marriage. Now, when I say these three steps, you're going to hear me say spouse. So even if you are not married, it still applies to you because ultimately your goal should be marriage. So when you hear me say spouse, it is for everyone. It's for those who are already married And for those who will be married. So I hope that these three focal points will resonate with you and will help you as it has really helped me. So there's three things to ensure that you will have effective and successful communication. I am going to tell you what the three things are and then I am going to elaborate it elaborate on it a little bit and read a scripture that I found that gives us understanding of what God how God wants us to do it so number one hear what your spouse has to say first before you speak on a matter Two, actually listen to understand your spouse. Think about what your spouse is saying. Don't think about your response because then you won't be listening. And three, when it's time for you to speak, speak in love to build and strengthen your relationship and each other as a man or woman. So first, number one, hear what your spouse has to say first before you speak on a matter. Now, sometimes, especially I can speak for myself, when there is a matter at hand, I am rushing and really excited and sometimes even anxious just to speak and say what I have to say. Say what I'm thinking and say what I feel. But according to Proverbs chapter 18, verse 13, King James Version, it says, He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him. So that verse is telling us that hear what your spouse has to say first. So don't go head first into a matter and ready to open your mouth, ready to talk and ready to say what you have to say. If there is a matter at hand, if there is a situation going on, if there is a subject that you guys need to talk about, give the floor to your spouse. Let them speak first. And when they're speaking, listen And guess what? If both of you guys are 
communicating according to this list, y'all might have that high school thing going on where you're like, you say it first. No, you say it first. (laughs) So if you're in that situation where you both are giving each other the opportunity to speak first, then whoever gives in first, just go ahead and talk first. But that's still really good because you're already going in with the mindset to hear what your spouse has to say. So you listen first before you speak. And that goes into number two, actually listen to understand your spouse. Think about what your spouse is saying. Don't think about your response because then you won't be listening. Sometimes when you're having a conversation, you're not even listening to what they're saying. In your mind, you already have an assumption of what you think they're going to say. So all you're doing is preparing your response (laughs) and you're just getting ready to say what you have to say, not even paying attention to what they're saying and you're not even listening and you're not even thinking about what they're saying to understand because when you take the time to listen to someone speaking you're hearing the words they say and you kind of start getting the feel from where they're coming from and why they are thinking the way they're thinking or being able to identify how they're processing what's going on. And once you figure those things out, then you're able to have a better conversation. And then most likely the conversation is going to go in a totally different direction because you're taking the time to understand them and you are getting to a solution rather than gearing up for a debate. Now, it says in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 2, I'm going to read it in three different versions. I'm going to read it in King James Version, New King James Version, and the New Living Translation. It says, A fool hath no delight in understanding, but that his heart may discover itself. Now, number one, if you're not listening to understand your spouse, you're a fool. <laughs> you, like you have no desire to understand and, you know, you're not being wise. You just want to run your mouth and get nowhere. And a fool Only a fool doesn't want to grow and just wants to run their mouth with no purpose and with no solution. They don't have a desire to grow. They don't have a desire to learn. They're just perfectly fine of being right where they where they are. So number one, you're a fool. And number two, it says that, but that his heart may discover itself. So when I read in King James Version, I really didn't understand it the way I wanted to understand it. I wanted to go deeper into what that last part means. But what I do see is that it says his heart may discover itself. So 
You're only interested in yourself. You're being selfish. So you're in a conversation where you're all about yourself to where you're not even participating in a conversation to understand your spouse. All you care about is yourself and letting yourself be heard. And if only you are being heard, then all that leads is to confusion and getting nowhere, which means that you're going to stay stuck in that situation and be in a reoccurring issue or a matter that will never get resolved. And that just leads to a continuous problem and just steals the happiness and joy that you and your spouse deserve. So this is what, so number one, you're being selfish when you're not listening to understand. Now let's read the New King James Version. It says, a fool has no delight in understanding, but in expressing his own heart. That is New King James Version. So the King James Version, the last part of that verse says, but that his heart may discover itself. But in the New King James Version, it says, but in expressing his own heart. So that resonated with me because I'm a very emotional person. I love saying what's on my heart. I love expressing how I feel. So instead of being selfish and always wanting to express my emotions, there has to be a balance where I am listening to understand versus only expressing my emotions. Now, there is a time and place for everything. There is a time where you can um, tell your spouse, hey, this makes me feel like this. Or when this is done or when this is said, this is how it made me feel. But this should not be the only type of communication that you should have with your spouse. You should be listening to understand to where you are searching for facts rather than just an outpour of emotions all the time because it's great to vent it's great to get your emotions out there so you can understand how you're making each other feel but once you express your emotions in a healthy environment then it's time to speak and communicate to understand each other and to find out what the facts are so that leads us to the New Living Translation. So and that's when it changes from saying expressing his own heart to expressing your opinions. And this is all the same verse and these are different translations. So I love it because it is definitely breaking down what is being said. So the New Living Translation of Proverbs 18.2 says, Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. Now, when I read that, I was like, wow. So you're telling me that when I'm expressing my heart, it's not only um, emotional 
And it's not only selfish, but it is my opinions. So our heart or our feelings are our opinions. So instead of doing that, we need to focus on listening for facts. So don't listen to basically you're not listening. You're really just thinking of what you want to say. Don't always resort to expressing your emotions because your emotions are most likely your opinion, but listen to understand and listen for facts. And the third is when it's time for you to speak, speak in love to build and strengthen your relationship and to strengthen each other as a man or woman. Sometimes we get angry and all we want to do or we're upset or our feelings are hurt and all we want to do is just literally just run our mouth and say how we feel and just lash out at the person or if we're hurt we want them to feel that that we're hurt and we want them to hurt too so we are having just a dead conversation and if what you're saying is not going to add to your relationship and it's not going to build it up and it's not going to move you forward, then don't say it. I mean, you're wasting your time. You are giving away your energy and you are wallowing in your emotions when you could be moving forward into the next step or the next level of your marriage or your relationship because every matter and every disagreement it's not about it being a disagreement it's about learning from something so you can become wiser so Ephesians 4:15 says instead we will speak the truth in love growing in every way more and more like Christ who is the head of his body, the church. So speak in love. Don't speak in hate. Don't speak in hurt. Don't speak in aggravation. Don't speak in spite. Don't speak in bitterness. I know it feels like it's like sometimes it feels like you have to and that you even need to. But it's not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to help. And when you're with someone, you're with them because you love them. So always be in a rush to get back to your happy place. Always be in a rush to get back to loving each other. And the best way to resolve a disagreement, the best way to deal with a matter or a situation is to have an ultimate goal to love. So when it's time to talk to someone, the first thing come to your mind is 
how are we going to get the quickest to love? So everything, first of all, I'm going to listen before I say anything. Second, while I'm listening, I'm going to be listening to understand them. And finally, when it's my turn to speak, I'm going to speak in love and I'm going to get us back to hugging. And if you're married, get us back to kissing and get us back to a good place so we can grow and learn from it. And then we'll have another thing under our belt and we can be able to say that, guess what? I've mastered this. I know how to handle this when you're having a disagreement about this or when this is happening. I know how to handle it. I know what to do and I can help you with this. So let's have better relationship communication and let's pray. God, thank you for a wonderful day today. Thank you for a beautiful Sunday. Sundays are days where we're able to spend time with our families, whether or not we work. It is a day accustomed to our religion or our relationship to spend time in worship, spend time in praise and spend time hearing a word, Father. So I pray that all the messages and sermons that we've heard today, Father, I pray that we keep it with us. We don't forget about it during the week and that we apply it and that we go back and study it and that we look in our Bible to learn more and to dig deeper and to share it with others and to talk to our friends about it and let iron sharpen iron and just continue to grow And let's not leave it there in the sanctuary or in our living room, wherever we heard our word today, Father, in our car, Father. Let's not leave it there. Let's keep it with us, Father. And I pray that everything that we're hearing and learning, that we apply it to every area in our life. Every word from God can affect every area in our life. It's not just about us, but it's about who we are, and every role that we play. And I pray that each of us are in a place where we are thirsty and hunger for growth and we want to be better and we want to be stronger and we want to be wiser every day, every week, and every month. We will not stay the same. We will not be stagnant. And we will produce fruit to where what we are showing and our accomplishments in life and our relationships, people will see it and they'll be able to learn from it and reach out to us for help, Father. We want to help others and we want to live in our own homes the message that we hear and that we say that we want to be father. We want to live it father and we don't want to say it better than we can do it, God. So as we read these things and as we learn these things, let us live it. 
and let us be able to help others, Father. Father, I pray that our relationships, that we will not take them for granted and that we will be mindful in the way that we talk to our husbands, to our wives, to our fiancés, to our boyfriend, to our girlfriend, Father. I pray that we will always be positive and looking for a way to love each other and not get caught up in what is hurting us because we're human and we're going to hurt father but we want to learn from it and we don't want to stay in that place father so strengthen our minds to not get distracted and have a cloudy mind and get so overwhelmed in things that are happening and disagreements and things that naturally come our way from the responsibilities that we have. Father, I pray that we will remember to be wise and listen first before we speak. And we are quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to anger. And I pray that we are hearing each other to understand that we are not selfish and that we know that facts are better than opinions. So let us not be so opinionated to where we drown out the voice of our loved ones, Father. Let us continue to point each other in the direction of you, God. Let us help each other to be better men and women of God and let us grow closer and stronger than ever, Father. Forgive us for our sins and let us not be the same. Let us be better than ever. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great night, everyone. Oh, 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 oh,